Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back into it, a tail bar city powered by Cornhead Lager. Let's talk college football. We welcome in Hall of Fame coach with Colorado and Northwestern. We say hi to Gary Barnett. Coach, how was the weekend? How's the week been? Good to spend some time with you. Yeah, appreciate that, Chris. No, it's been nice down here. Lots of uh, been pretty warm, not hot yet. So it's a little rain. We had a couple nights of rain. So we're moving right along. We've had a good winter. We talked to Uncle Charlie, Coach McBride, and when he was down in Arizona, he'd go rattle snake hunting. Do you ever bump into any snakes with an errant shot or at least somebody in your, your foursome that you had any snake encounters? Well, we have a lot of snakes here. I mean, there are a lot of snakes. People think that there's one every uh, every 10 feet. And in reality, I actually talked to a guy. He says there's about one per acre. <laughs> yeah, we see them on the golf course. I've never had an encounter where one has tried to strike me, but I've been close enough to where it's scared the snot out of me. And, uh, you know, it's just just real sudden it happens. And, uh, you, you know, you see them all the time. I, I used to be deathly afraid of snakes. Actually, I've become desensitized down here because I see them quite often. And I, you know, I don't get real close, but I get close enough to see how beautiful these things really are. But uh, I have great respect for them. And so I don't mess with them. But uh, I'm not nearly as uh, frightened as I used to be. You and Indiana Jones, right? I mean, just... You, you yeah, hate, yeah, right. You no, I ain't snakes. doing that either. <laughs> Well, good. Uh, you have snakes in uh, in Arizona. You have gators down in Florida. You got to mess with. So let's get your thought on the new seven plus five setup for the college football playoff. Uh, it makes a ton of sense. What uh, what do you think here of uh, path to the playoff for for everybody else, not in the SEC or Big Ten? Well, it's a path, like you said. It's it's going to be, uh, uh, and it'll be a while before one of these teams really uh, gets by one of the powerhouses. But I guess it's what everybody wants. You know, it's still going to be the same teams, and it's still going to be uh, the same programs. And we're just going to lengthen it. I mean, you think about if you have, uh, what are you going to have, uh, four home games uh, in the first round? Well, that, those are four games that could have been bowl games that aren't going to be bowl games. So, you know, there's going to be four bowls that are going to get hurt. Secondly, and I haven't read this, you may you may know, but so you play the first round, you lose. Can you still go to a bowl game uh, after that? Now, it'd have to be a real late bowl game, mm-hmm. but, you know, do one of these bowls, New Year's Day bowls, slot in uh, the winner or loser of one of those four home games 
Uh, I don't know. But it does look like to me it's going to impact the bowls because mm-hmm. just as it stands right now, you wouldn't have any team in a bowl that's ranked lower than 13. And um, so, uh, you know, I don't know. There's always the unintended consequences. We're going to find out what it is. And, of course, you know, we sit around trying to speculate what, what it might be. But that's the first thing that jumped out to me is that, um, you know, traditional bowl games that we all love on New Year's Day and, you know, the, the night before or whatever, we're going to lose those. And it's not that I say we, college football is going to lose them. Uh, we're going to lose the excitement around them and the impact of them. The bowls will probably still stay intact and the charities will survive. But uh, you think about it, any bowl um, that's going to be played other than the four home games and then the uh, the uh, four games that get played after that in a bowl, uh, there's not going to be anybody in bowl games, you know, that's ranked higher than 13. So, um I'm wondering more than 13. How, how do you think your team would react if they get bounced in the playoff? It's more practice, it's live action, but from a morale standpoint, we always talk about who wants to be in X, Y, or Z bowl game. If you go to a bowl or have an opportunity after you get bounced out of the playoff, do you think teams will react okay? Yeah, I don't know. No, who knows? Um, but that's all part of growing up. I mean, you know, it's not an easy path growing up and becoming a person. And so, you know, these sort of things happen and you, you deal with them. You learn to deal with them. It's part of life. So I don't know. Uh, you know, I guess we'll have to see what that's like. Um, but we've certainly got that problem now. Mm-hmm. And uh, somehow we're finding ways to, uh, we talk about it, but there's not much you can do about it. So we find ways to deal with it. Do you like the fact they're already talking about 14 teams when you just got 12 settled? Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, if you're going to have, you might as well go to 20. Uh, I mean, it's going to be like a basketball tournament. Sure, and, and you keep, your, keep like some of those bowls around, too. Good. Yeah, yeah. Could be. Could. I don't know. I, I, I'll have to do more research on what 14 looks like. But, mm. uh, you know, certainly the bigger bowls that have always had the better teams it looks like to me they're going to they're going to struggle now. Gary Barnett's with us, Hale Varsity Radio, uh, Colorado, Northwestern, Missouri, and Coach. Uh, what would your non-conference philosophy be? Uh, this came up uh, with Coach Rule. He was on Reese Davis's podcast and also asked about it this week. I love playing you guys every year. I like that Oklahoma's on the schedule. But it may not be long for this world if you just increase your conference games the way the Big Ten has expanded, the way the Big 12's expanded. You have good games now within conference. You can pretty much guarantee a good matchup every week. Yeah, that's true. And I, I do think that it's uh, – I think with the 12-team playoff as well <clears throat> and the conference expansion that it's going to um, – Make games like ours, even you know, even though in reality, uh, you know, 
know, neither one of us are contending for any kind of a playoff situation, not even a bowl. So, you know, I think that's a discussion to have later on when we both get better and uh, we both are viable. Right now, neither one of us are viable. But to to two teams that are viable, you know, it's interesting because I think the regular season doesn't have quite the same impact now as it did on the really good teams. So, you know, you might find yourself, you know, more willing to schedule lesser opponents because, um, it, 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 you know, it doesn't mean that much either way. So, But if you play a good team and you lose, um, you know, maybe that's what you do is you play more good teams early, and if you lose, you lose, but you still have a chance to get in the playoffs. So maybe it's going to help it a little bit. It sounds like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth, but I'm – thinking as I'm talking mm-hmm. here. So, um, yeah, it, you know, the regular season games are going to be not quite as important to the playoff picture as they have been. So there may be more risk being taken early on to play good opponents. Well, and, and that's something that, that Trev Alberts was talking about this week on his AD show. And and, and Petiti is, is making sure the TV guy, of course – how do you keep the, the the regular season meaningful? You and I love March Madness, Coach, but uh, we just don't pay that much of attention to to college basketball if it's not the Buffs or or, uh, or Nebraska's you know regular season. The the regular season in college basketball wake me up when it's March, right? <laughs> so we can enter a pool. You don't want college football to turn into that with this expanded playoff and. You know, uh, you, I'm I'm interested here in kind of heading off that problem because uh, you, you've got this this trend towards more of an NFL model by college football, but yet the uh, the regular season still pretty dominant TV viewership wise in the NFL. So, what can what can the college minds do to make sure this regular season isn't an afterthought? Well, I think if you see um, if you look at the NFL model, uh, those those games between two powerhouses during the season, um, everybody gets fired up about them, but in the end it may not make any difference. Sure. Um, so, you know, maybe, maybe that's the way it's going to look. Maybe I don't think we're at the basketball situation yet. I think we're somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I guess we just have to look at it and watch it and observe it and see, see how it can be tweaked. But, um, I, I know Petiti's issue, and we talked about it last week, is is uh, why don't you schedule some of those really, you know, top-notch team Penn State playing uh, Michigan early instead of late, or uh, mm-hmm. you know, some of the others cross rivals uh, play them early rather than late. That brings more attention early on. And but you know what? Right now, Chris, when college football starts, everybody's fired up, and they are fired up till the very end. So we've got a good thing going. Let's don't lose this momentum. But uh, I can see why everybody's looking at it and trying to increase it and keep it up because it's such a good thing right now. Gary Barnett, couple minutes with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, I sent you a clip, and this was Shannon Sharp's podcast. What's your reaction to, to Johnny Football? Uh, his dad offered $3 million for two extra years at A&M. Johnny went into the, the topic of bagmen in college football. What's your reaction to that video clip? 
Well, unfortunately, uh, there was one, two things stood out to me. One is that Kevin Sumlin didn't submit to it, you know, and uh, and is sort of sort of criticized in that clip mm-hmm. for not submitting to paying Johnny three million over two years and not paying Cliff Kingsbury a higher salary. Um, you, you know, they they sort of really criticized, you know, Kevin for making those decisions. And I looked at it and said, you know, I, the guy stood up. You know, he stood up and didn't do the wrong thing. And yet now that would be the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it's uh, it's crazy. Uh, the Bagman deal, you know, it's um, – I'm sorry, but I, it probably did happen in the Southeastern Conference and a couple other places more than any of us thought. Um, I can honestly tell you that my experience with that kind of stuff – and and uh, running into it was so minimal. Uh, I mean, I could count on one hand the number of times, not even, you know, maybe two fingers, the number of times that I actually knew that somebody in the SEC was, was cheating. And um, that's – it must be rampant, and I missed it. I must have had my head in the sand. I don't know. But it just – it seems to be just general knowledge for everybody but me. Does that tick you off, though, in those instances where you're in on a kid and you know that it'd, it'd be great for both parties, but you just got no shot? Well, it, what ticked me off is it was a friend of mine that mm-hmm. was on the staff uh, in the place that we were competing on a kid with. And the kid was, we were going to get the young man. And then all of a sudden, we weren't going to get the young man. And I called him and I said, Joe, all right, what what happened? And he just says, you know how it is down here. He says, we have different ways to do these things. And, and in this case, they were going to fly his parents to all the games, which he said, that's really not a big expense for us, and it's it's not one of our bigger <laughs> investments. <laughs> bigger ones. You know, I'm going, well, this guy's everything to me, and he's not very big to you, and you're flying his parents back and forth. And so uh, – you know, I, I mean, I ran into that almost same scenario twice, and that was it. Actually, uh, there's things I suspicioned mm-hmm. every time LSU. I was competing against LSU, and the last weekend they'd all go to LSU. All those guys in in Louisiana, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, it. I always jokes about they got new furniture and that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I, you know, I I don't think I actually saw it. I I could probably spread that rumor. Too, but I don't know that I actually saw. But this one, I actually experienced. So. Well, was was it was it bad in the Big Eight? Not that I know of. Yeah, I I never I never felt that way. Okay, um, I, I never did. I, I mean, I don't know, but maybe it's because we were so far from it. Sure. That uh, um, <laughs> I forgot who it was. The old coach. Oh, it. Uh, at Georgia Southern, he says, we don't cheat. You need money to cheat, and you got no money. <laughs> That's sort of the way we were at Colorado. Gary Barnett's with us, Our City Radio. Coach, last thought, it's National Margarita Day. Uh, there's a restaurant that is charging $1,250 for 
a margarita, but it's vintage Don Julio 1942. Are you a big margarita guy? If so, salt blended rocks. Are you going to celebrate National Margarita Day? No, 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 and no. Uh, not a margarita guy. Not going to celebrate it. Um, I am going to dinner tonight in a Mexican, nice Mexican restaurant. Ooh. So there, there will be one consumed, but it won't be by me. Okay. Are, so, are, you, are you, what's your go-to in the Mexican restaurant? Are you a burrito, an enchilada? Are you a fajita guy? What's your order? You know, there's two things I really like. There's a guacamole tostada that I really like. Nice. And then uh, I'm pretty much a, a burrito uh, and chicken enchilada guy. Okay. So. That, those are solid. Enjoy uh, dinner tonight, Coach. Thanks for a few minutes. All right, Chris. Great being with you. The guac for the win and no margarita for Barney tonight. You're missing out. He is. We'll uh, catch up. Bill Bender, Sporting News. He's doing brackets, men's and women's. Where's Nebraska fall in with him?